0: Hey guys, welcome back to this week's episode of Millennial Mirrors, a discussion on millennial life in the Middle East. Um, before we jump into this episode, I really wanted to just take a moment and thank you guys, the listeners. Your support has been amazing. Uh, the comments and messages you guys send me about how you're enjoying the episodes or how the episodes have made you think about things in a different way have really made making this podcast worth it. So I just wanted to give you guys a shout out before we get started. Uh, our episode today revolves around the expectations and definition of success. Uh, what it is and how do we achieve it? Uh, success as a definition has changed vastly over the past couple of decades, and this is one of the subjects that I really wanted to discuss in today's episode. I feel so many people nowadays fall into two categories, kind of. They're either focused on trying so hard to think of that next big idea that is going to make them rich, like Facebook or Balabat blah, blah, or Kareem, or they're just trying to get famous uh, and well-known it's almost as if it's not enough to live a normal life or an above-average life. Everyone is aiming for that top one or five percent. Now, I don't think there is anything wrong with ambition, but when your definition of success is ridiculous wealth or fame, you are most likely setting yourself up for an unhappy life. And with us today to discuss the issue and make us and help us make better decisions, uh, hopefully, is Lino Kadumi, uh, who is a social development uh, consultant for the Ministry of Youth in Kuwait. Thank you for joining us today. It's an honor to have you.
1: It's an honor to be here. Thank you for inviting me.
0: So just uh, to get started, can you tell uh, the listeners a bit about yourself?
1: Uh, my name is Leela Qadimi. again. Uh, I've uh, lived abroad uh, most of uh, my life, and now I've been back to Kuwait for six years um, working in the social development space. So uh, initially, um, I've done a lot of volunteer work, Um um, some social activism, um, worked as a program manager and then a fundraising manager at Injaz Kuwait, which is a, an international nonprofit organization that uh, aims to empower young people to own their economic success. Um, and uh, now I'm working as a social uh, development consultant, um, primarily with a team of consultants um, uh developing the national youth policy so we're working with the ministry of youth to basically um understand uh the youth population of kuwait which by the way is 72 percent um uh understand what makes them tick uh what excites them what are their aspirations um and what are their perceptions of of kuwait today and in the future um And all of this because, one, there is very little knowledge on young people in Kuwait, um, and two, because it's such a large population that is um, largely untapped as well. And so the government is very keen on um, understanding uh, what what are the youth needs and, and how to activate the role of uh, young people um, by enabling them and empowering them to be more active members of of society and having society understand and appreciate their role as well and what they can contribute.
0: Seventy two percent. That's crazy. Yeah. That's the percentage of what age gap is? What age group <laughs> Good is that? question.
1: <laughs> uh, zero to thirty four. So it's zero, a pretty 34. large um, subset of society.
0: And we fall in that, right? Oh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. We're still, we're still safe. We're still youth.
0: Okay, good to youth, know. Yes. Good to know that by government definition, I am young mm-hmm. for all of you people out there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so as part of the youth, Lena, what does success mean to you?
1: So <laughs> this is a really tough question um, because, uh, one, I haven't actually thought about my personal definition of success before. Uh, we were introduced and you asked me to come speak on this so thank you very much for first having this podcast Uh, I'm such a big um, fan of podcasts and uh, things that generally make you think and and push yourself push your thoughts outside of your comfort zone because you know that's the only place we grow Um, so upon reflecting on this topic uh, with myself and with a group of my closest friends and family uh, I feel like Success, let's say traditionally has been about um, setting goals and achieving those goals uh, or uh, what, milestones, if you will, and then feeling like okay, I have succeeded in this, so I am a successful person. And it was very, um, uh, uh, it had you know, an, a, a time frame, and you know, for example, I by the time I am whatever thirty. I will have started my own company. I will have made my first million. I will be managing a team of 20 people and, you know, have Insta fame, if you will. Okay. Um, and that's maybe the, the 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 definition of success that I have been taught and that I've, I've received. And for me, now that I am 30 and I feel like I, I'm pretty satisfied with the way that I've led the first 30 years of my life, um, I feel like my definition of success has really evolved into it being uh, a mindset. So not having it be something that is uh, I'm aspiring towards; it's something that I I choose to to think of and to to consciously embody uh, day in and day out so i know in order for me to believe that i'm a successful person that i am always in touch with myself mm-hmm. and what my true self wants and um unlearn a lot of what has been taught to me so um to get to the point where i feel like uh i am living my my life for myself and 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 being true to my own purpose, my soul's purpose, if you will.
0: Okay. I know that's a really amazing answer. And so can you talk to us a bit about how you kind of went from, let's say, that old definition to this new definition? What was that journey like? What kind of steps did you take to kind of get there?
1: What kind of steps did I take to get there? I think just uh, becoming a manager at 25, for example, having uh, managed... A lot of young people mm-hmm. and um, having excellent role models in my life as well has made me question what do I want from my from my career and is it really to be a manager is it really to 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 be a leader is it uh, to make a lot of money um, uh, and I've been fortunate that I've been exposed to young people as well much younger than you and I yeah. um and see what they what they talk about as their definition of success so i used to teach um a lot of workshops on uh entrepreneurship and um success skills quote unquote mm-hmm. uh through my role at injaz and hearing the young people and, and and talk about what they aspire towards it was always financial it was right. always you know, I want my first Lambo by the time I'm 25, and then I would right. I would honor that and say, okay, you want your first Lambo? How will you get there? What steps are you going to take? Um, which always got me to question what what is my actual definition of um, feeling the sense of fulfillment? Uh, mm-hmm. And it's never actually been financial ever. Right. Um, and now that I'm I'm. In a point of transition in my life, uh, I just recently turned thirty. I my role is changing uh, in my career, or my my career is shifting. I should say, uh, it's making me question what am I going to actually do next. Mm-hmm. And I keep going back to myself, right? Um, and what what makes me feel more in touch with myself, and that is really. Uh, it's it's a difficult journey to to be in at this point. It's not easy, but I feel like, you know, once I'm accepting that this is this is the place that I need to be in in my life, mm-hmm. um, that these answers do come. and um I don't know if I answered your question. <laughs> no, no, you did. I
0: mean, I think what you're trying to say is, or I mean, what I'm hearing mm-hmm. is, we grow up with kind of these constructs and yes. these thoughts about what success looks like, yeah. because it's there's a lot of visual cues that we're given from a very young age. You know, the guy in the Lambo, yes. the big mansion, yeah. um, the 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 travel, the the expensive, wa- you know, all those kind of material things. Those are the easiest kind of indicator mm-hmm. of success. Other indicators are much more harder to see on a person because they're not visual. Like how fulfilled that person is, how happy they are truly in their day-to-day life. Those kind of measures are very intangible. And so as a child growing up, if no one's sitting and talking to you about how important those parts are in your day-to-day life, it it becomes, you don't know about it. So what do you think of as success? You think of the financial part. And then I think also growing up, our parents tend to, I would say, they worry about our, you know, our, our financial stability. So that's kind of also the focus that they kind of yeah. put I th- on. I that think make
1: yeah, I Yeah. Um, again, going back to that word of, of unlearning. Unlearning is so important because we live in a collective society. So mm-hmm. we want to make sure that our parents are proud of us. Uh, the tribe more yeah. generally is, tr- is proud of us. Um, so we have a lot of external influence. And... Um, Someone asked me last week um, if I ask you to introduce yourself without saying your name, your profession, or your association to the people in your life. Who are you? Tell me about yourself. And that was like a big Whoa. slap in the face, of it. and it made me think about it's. It's true because that's that is who I am. That is the essence of of me mm-hmm. uh, as a human being. What What does my existence mean? And coming back to that, and I think once you understand who you truly are then, and you're on your own path, your own self-defined path, then that's when you are a successful person. Um, Unlearning that definition that was passed down to us from our parents. Mm -hmm. And of course our parents want us to be secure, as you said, uh, want us to be stable. Um, because they care about us and they love us. but um, And they're coming from a different generation, right? Mm-hmm. So that in their time, it was all about the rise of the corporation and having this secure, stable job and rising through the the corporate ladder um, to eventually be a CEO, if you will. Um, right. And now our generation is in a different uh, economic uh, time and yeah. environment. Uh, you know, the recession hit... When we were just out of uh, university and uh, opportunities are not as, let's say, um, uh, available to us, we have to right. create our opportunities now. And that's what you're seeing with um, with new technologies, with entrepreneurship, with this um, growing popularity of becoming an entrepreneur, especially here in Kuwait. Um, right. So, for example, in in doing the youth, the research for the youth policy, a lot of young people, when we ask them, do you want to work for the government? Do you want to work for the private sector? Or do you want to be an entrepreneur? More, people, more young people than ever are saying that they would like to become entrepreneurs. Right. Um, 50% still say that they want to work for the government, and that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> but it, for me, it's really promising that um, a significant number of young people now want to become entrepreneurs. But again why is that Yeah, what's the motivation (laughs) what is driving them to become entrepreneurs and I think the Talabat carriage um, success stories are definitely framing a little bit of their um, desire to become um, entrepreneurs because they want that that fame and that success Mm -hmm. or the traditional definition of success and I think it's again important to go back to what really matters um, and what is that lasting success and i don't think it's at all to do with money or fame because that is so fleeting. So what what stays with you, that sense of fulfillment, that sense of purpose, of sticking to it.
0: Right. And so what I'm hearing, so there is a shift kind of in the definition of success from our parents where it was kind of like climb your way up the ladder to, Mm -hmm. no, I'm going to kind of create my own amazing idea. But I don't know what the idea is. I don't know why I want to create it other than... I want to be rich and famous. That's kind of what I'm hearing.
1: <laughs> and wait, sorry. <laughs> yeah. So I, I have to be fair. Um, yeah. So we, we had focus groups after we did the, the the national surveys. And the focus groups were really interesting because they they had us, um, they let us hash out a lot of the answers that we were kind of surprised about. So entrepreneurship, we were definitely surprised um, with that answer. And a lot of young people said that they want to become entrepreneurs, Um because they they don't feel like the job that would uh, that they find interesting exists in Kuwait. Okay. Another thing that we uncovered is that there is an issue of brain drain. So people like mm-hmm. yourself, um, brilliant young uh, Kuwaitis, are thank you, thank you, thank you, <laughs> <laughs> are moving along to better pastures. So right. um, Dubai, obviously, is is a very attractive place because it's still Bil Khalij and it's still. Um, uh, very similar to to Kuwait in that you can have a comfortable lifestyle. arabian lifestyle <laughs> yeah. but also not be so far away from home um so i think it it's interesting that young people are looking for more autonomy mm-hmm. i think it's also interesting that young people are looking for c- creating their own a meaningful uh, job right. as well and that's probably something that's that's also shifting um yeah
0: no i i I agree with that because I mean even when I was having a conversation with with uh, Zahid, he was talking about how there are a lot of things that um Zahid Sultan by the way, from I think episode the episode that we were talking about independence um we were talking about how there are a lot of people who are coming up who are young who want to do things like be for example, a music producer or be do go into those industries that aren't necessarily fully bloomed yet yeah. and so being young and being kind and having access to let's say resources and stuff like that the thought process is if it's not there let me go out and kind of create it so i do also see that kind of aspect of it mm-hmm. um so though that, no, that doesn't make sense so here's another question for you um do you think success has a time frame or do you think of it as a process that changes and evolves over time like what, how what, what how does success kind of look like to you in, in terms of someone's lifespan if that makes sense
1: Uh, I think that, uh, as I said in the beginning, I think it's the way that it's traditionally thought of is that it's, it's very, it's, uh, it's, uh, time-based that, Mm -hmm. okay, so by this age, and that's how I I was in my twenties, you know. Mm-hmm. By this age, I will have uh, a master's degree. By that age, I will have been married. Uh, by okay. That age, and you start planning uh, and having these these markers of of you know if it's age or or whatever it is that I'm going to achieve this. But I think you're as you said, setting yourself up for failure. It's not it's not a good idea to base your success on. Um, having a deadline
0: yeah And you also said something very interesting about the the marriage thing because i also think a lot of people think of success strictly from a career perspective and they don't necessarily think of success as a holistic life yeah and having kind of your whole life together if that makes sense what are your thoughts on success on that kind of i guess part of things
1: um that's definitely where i've i've reached today um one, I think we don't exist uh, in a uh, in a vacuum, right? Mm-hmm. We we are because of our relationships uh, with others, and um, there's this saying, this South African saying, uh, Ubuntu, which is like, "I am because you are," right? And uh, that is holding so true for me at at this point that I can't look at my own success uh, uh, in a vacuum, right? I, if I, if I am succeeding on my own, is that really success? I think it's about preparing um, people around or uh, pushing people up around you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, someone asked a few uh, months ago, "What are you doing to prepare your shoulders for the next generation?"
0: Right. It's about and that legacy.
1: It's about that legacy, yes, um, but it's also about keeping in mind that we don't. Uh, you know we're part of a collective, mm-hmm. and we're all connected. Right. So um, if I'm helping you, I'm helping myself. If I'm helping myself truly, then I'm helping you. Yeah. You know, and um, it's it's it is holistic, completely. Um, caring for uh, someone is the most beautiful. Thing in the world, and I, I completely get why our parents are pushing us. Right. Um, I'm sure I'm assuming your parents are <laughs> yeah. not married, but um, are pushing us to get married because it is it is it is a part of that. It is um, a union that is very important, but also what I like to focus on is that you're you're you have a support system and you have right. um, companionship, and right. uh, but that again, is a traditional definition of success, um, success. that we've inherited from our, our parents that this is, you know, or in, even in religion, yeah. uh, when you get when you get married. Yeah. But is that really f- fulfillment? Is that the be all end all? Right. So I, I have my degree, I have my higher education, I have a pretty good job and the only thing missing is marriage. But yeah. I don't think that's what it comes down to. I think it's about
0: Meaningful relationships. Meaningful relationships. Yeah. And, you, and I think you, you said something really interesting about that support system of the collective. And this, mm-hmm. was, this is a discussion that I've had over quite a few of the, um, I would say, uh, of, of the episodes where we do have a beautiful thing in the fact that we live in a collective. Yes, sometimes it is difficult to navigate, but there is that beautiful support system mm-hmm. of being in a collective. And, and uh, we were having discussion before we started recording about how I actually didn't know a single person who's been a guest on this podcast before they were I guess on this podcast Um, the only person I knew was Ghanim who was my friend who interviewed me in in the pilot episode but other than that it was all about reaching out to my network to my support system to the collective and um, waiting for the and and seeing what's out there and everyone kind of jumped on board to help me and called up their network and was like oh you should interview this person or you should talk to this person and it's a beautiful thing to be part of that support system so I think having a good kind of group of people around you is uh is really really important let's kind of jump off from from that point um what do you since we were talking about like we just said religion and getting married and and you know whether it's just you know kind of looking at it and from a holistic point of view what do you think is the importance of values in all of this what role do they play in the definition of success
1: this is the most difficult question (laughs) i think for me i don't i don't know why um But I think uh, the definition of success is very individual. Mm -hmm. Um, The way that I define success and the way that you define success are entirely different and they are based on our values. Mm -hmm. So I value um, the collective and making a positive impact uh, in society. I value um, consciousness and I value um, being uh, in touch with my true self and I Believe that that's what will make me a successful person and I believe that's what will um, make me a positive influence in society and hopefully a positive driving force in society as long as I stick to that path of success and my definition of success. Um, but it's definitely uh, what frames my understanding and my definition of my own personal success
0: okay so do you think that for example for the for the people that would be in your workshops where they say hey i want to have my first lambo when i'm 25 and you know you want to honor that and you kind of like okay what are the next steps that you're going to take towards that do you think they need to also be talking and asking themselves what are the values that they hold dear to make sure that that kind of helps kind of guide their journey or how do you think their values should play into kind of that Plan. Let's say
1: I think that they. Well, first of all, they, they. I'm talking about like 15 to 17 year olds. Oh, okay. I thought it was boys a, like, and girls. Okay, all
0: right.
1: <laughs> um, but, but I mean,
0: you know, boys and girls still have values and still care about things.
1: Yeah, but did you see that Jim Carrey um, uh, meme that went uh, viral a few weeks ago? Was saying, "I wish that everyone would uh, be rich and famous, so that they see that it's it's not fulfilling at all." Right, you know, and it's so true for young people today that they that they uh, they ascribe um, their definition of success to these tangible things because maybe it's easier for them to comprehend at that age, mm-hmm. but it also is scary because w- what happens when that that fifteen-year-old uh, kid in my in my workshop turns twenty-five, buys his first Lambo, and then what? Right. What is he living for? You know, if it's so concrete, your definition, and it's so, uh, you know, based on something that's tangible, a tangible gain, then what happens?
0: Once you get that gain.
1: He get, Yeah. He's going to go into a crisis right. of you know, purpose, of whatever, because he, he realizes that that's not the be-all, end-all. And what is his be-all, end-all? And that's what he needs to figure out. And that's what he needs to question. That's what we all need to question. Yeah. And continue to question. I think, by yeah. the way, this definition will continue to evolve, and our values continue to evolve. Um, life beats us up. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. very true. <laughs> you know, and and the idea is is that we just we need to learn how to be resilient, and we need to bounce back.
0: Um, no, I completely agree. And and we, I mean, like you said, what we were thinking of in our twenties is different than what, how we think now in our thirties, and and how we thought in our twenties is very different than how we thought in our teens. And so, yeah, you're. I think your definitions do change, your values do change, and you do have, and, and based on your life experiences and the things that happen to you, yeah. um, but you also have to be open to it, I think. Yeah. Um, open to the flow. Open to the flow. That's, <laughs> my,
1: that's my mantra of the month. Okay. <laughs> being open to the flow.
0: All right. Um. So you kind of answered the question, I was going to ask you a question about what role does fulfillment play in being se- a successful individual? Um. But I'm going to switch it around a bit and be like, how do you know if what you're doing is fulfilling?
1: Flow. Again. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I think it's so powerful when you're on your path. Mm -hmm. Um, And things start to flow. Like Things start to flow into your life. Um, Everything is just kind of, you, you reach a place of, um, I don't know what the word is that I'm looking for, but it's not nirvana. It's like just think you so. start to manifest things. There. This okay. is a good word, manifest. So I think once you're on your path, um, on your successful path or whatever, on your path to happiness, to to fulfillment, then more and more things...
0: Sorry. someone dropped their phone. <laughs> Sorry.
1: Uh more and more things start um falling into place and people start coming into your path that are propelling you further. Um, so I started on this path just recently. Uh, well, I started maybe 3-4 years ago asking these questions and then in the last 2 months because of the personal shift that's happening in my life or professional shift as well. Um I started going down this path and, and uh, doing a lot more reading, a lot more journaling, uh, listening to many podcasts, millennial included, uh, <laughs> Mirror is included. Thanks for the plug. <laughs> <laughs> um, to to push myself to to question what is is uh, is my purpose. Um, what was the original question? Wow. I so no, so no, <laughs> that's a good
0: answer. But I so for let, let's let's go to. For the young, the youth that we are a part of, but mm-hmm. let's say the people who are st- who are just now realizing they're not necessarily fulfilled and want to try doing what you're kind of going through at the moment um, of trying to find their path. Because I think a lot of people, when you tell them you need to find your path, it's a bit of a airy fairy yes, kind totally. of thing where they're like, oh, what the hell is that about? Yeah. So what kind of, I guess, advice would you give to those people? on like what's the you know first step to take i guess or first few steps
1: i think we come from a collective society and we give a lot um and of our time and Mm -hmm. ourselves and we listen a lot from other to other people um and and that's important of course Mm -hmm. um and i think one of the issues with millennials is that we don't we're so we've become so arrogant and mm-hmm. we're so cool and, and you know, twenty first century and we have our hashtags and our, our and we're not all of us, but uh we're tech savvy. Yeah. Um and we're very social and we're wired in a different way. But it's important also to listen to Um, the older generations because they are more wise uh, they they're more weathered Mm -hmm. and maybe now that I'm over 30 I'm beginning to (laughs) realize the importance of this more and more but um, it's also important to go within Mm -hmm. and I think my advice to young people uh, is to um, go into yourself and unlearn again unlearn what What society has told you you are, and has society has told you you should want Mm -hmm. and you should aspire towards, and sit with yourself. And um, it's very important if you if you're religious to 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 pray, and if you're not religious to meditate or uh, journal. I think yoga is also really interesting Mm -hmm. Um, um, to propel you to go into. what really drives you Mm -hmm. and it could be something so small as um taking a walk with someone who um makes you think about things in a different way and really uplifts you Mm -hmm. or uh you know enlightens you through um, a very strong conversation it could be volunteering it could be raising money for a cause if you don't have time to volunteer. It could be mentoring other mm-hmm. people, um, but unlearn. Okay. By all means. I like that. <laughs> unlearn and go back to what truly makes you happy and makes you your soul soar.
0: Okay, amazing. <laughs> so then let's ask this question. What about fear? How do you think fear plays into this conversation?
1: So part of this path <laughs> <laughs> is uh not part. I think the beginning is very scary. Uh to be honest, it's it's really difficult to be vulnerable, I think, for all of us. Mm-hmm. And to be vulnerable with yourself and to really look at yourself in the mirror and be like, Lena, well, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> yeah is that. Is that really is that friendship really going to serve you? Um, or is that whatever going out tonight just for the sake of going out and being with people really going to serve you? Um, there's a lot of fear in in this uh, in uncovering on un, on un, uh, who you really are. Um, but I think we have to lean into it. I mm-hmm. think we have to go deep into, Uh, into ourselves um, because that's the only way that we're going to come through on the other side. If we resist it, life is going to knock us down. Um, If we try to run away from it, it's going to catch up with us. So we just need to face it and we need to face it and go deep into it and deep into ourselves and ask these questions. Um, Fear is very much the ego Mm -hmm. and we need to constantly... Be conscious of that—that that it's it's our ego speaking—and we need to check our ego at all times and um, understand that, you know, we can't let fear take control because we're not going to go anywhere in our comfort zone. We're not going to evolve at all in our comfort zone. And guess what keeps us in our comfort zone—the fear of what is outside of the comfort zone. Yeah. So we really need to um, look at that fear, face that fear, and say. You know what, I'm going to use this energy because fear is energy. Right. Use it to propel yourself to move past your comfort zone.
0: Yeah, no, I completely agree. And I think you also have to kind of learn to fight for yourself and for what you want. Yeah. No one's going to show up and fight this battle for you. No,
1: absolutely. You need to
0: show up for yourself. You need to kind of be like, okay, I'm afraid. This is going to be uncomfortable. This is going to be scary. But if this is what I want for myself, then I need to show up. Mm-hmm. And I need to kind of face it and deal with it.
1: Yeah. And I, and sense. you're going to fail. Yeah. I've failed in different aspects of my life. Am I a failure? No. I think I'm just getting better at failing. So I'm having more calculated, uh, taking more calculated risks. Yeah. Um, uh, like I told you for the next few months, I, I, I'm choosing to not take up another project because I think it's it's time for me to um, go back within and mm-hmm. and self check and, and understand myself further and say what am my what are my my goals for the next few months or a few years or what have you and what is really going to make um, me sore at this point in my life because it's definitely different than when I started my career about eight years ago Um
0: yeah, I think there's definitely this big kind of taboo about failing where, especially in our culture, because yes. again, and if you see, if you've listened to the Sad al episode yes. where she talks about it's so like mm-hmm. aib and yes. shameful to yes. fail, where I'm like, you're never going to become successful if you don't fail. Yeah. If you failed, at least you've tried. Yeah. Um. So so that's kind of where the mindset you need to have about failure. You can't just not try out of fear of failing because then you're never going to try anything. At and you're at not living. Yeah. You're not
1: living. Yeah. For example, in relationships, if you, if you're afraid of failing in a relationship and you don't enter into one, mm-hmm. then you're not experiencing love. Right. You're not experiencing pain. Right. You're not living. Like that's essentially what life is. It's, it's a series of, um, loves and losses and it's peaks and troughs, and, you know, it's it's a river and just go with the flow and rivers are never straight, right? Yep. Rivers, they, they, they twist, they wind um, and they're rough at certain patches right. and they're smooth in other patches. And that is, for me, the best analogy of life. It's just learning to be resilient, learning to bounce back better with grace um, and accepting that this is going to, whatever experience you have is going to teach you something so do not regret any decision that you make i think this is also important another going back to my advice to young people it's uh don't live your life and regret why you are who you are today and you are exactly where you are today because of all of your lived experiences so thank your past self for putting yourself through that because that's what got you to where you are today yeah
0: and guys remember like you made the best decision you could make yes. at that time with the information and and situation yeah. that was happening. Yeah. Like don't don't go back and be like oh if I could do it over again cuz there's no kind of just learn and move on. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah.
1: And I think that's a mindset. This learn and move on, it's like be uh, choose to be conscious of your your thoughts and the way that you write your story. Yeah. Um I was telling you um, uh, about that, that uh, uh, TED Talk that I was listening to, and he was saying hindsight is absolutely not twenty twenty. Yeah, and that's something that you don't <laughs> hear at all. Uh, but the idea of that is that you write your you write your story. Yeah. So be proactive. You are not a victim. You are yeah. not a, a you. You're not passive in your life. You, you're yes, you're an observer and life happens, but you also play a role in that life and be very intentional in that role that you play in your life and in the life of others. And, um, there was another point I wanted to make about this that I forgot (laughs) now. (laughs) It'll come back to me. Okay. All
0: right. Um, so I have some few questions for you that don't necessarily have to do with success, but just, just about you in general and about life in general. Um, what, what is the part of the culture you grew up in that you carry with you always?
1: Good question. (laughs) I think the fact that our culture is, is very much, um, it's familial, it's, it's tribal in certain ways, which I know is a very negative, it carries a very negative connotation, especially here in Kuwait. Um, but I think it's something that is so beautiful about our culture is that we've, we've always understood the power of the collective. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's what what um, life comes down to, our connection to others, and um, I am because you are. Right.
0: (laughs) Okay. And what is the quality you most value in the people you keep around you?
1: Their ability to love. Amazing. Yeah.
0: Okay. Do you want to... I'm going to sound
1: very mushy, gushy if I <laughs> it's not. <honest. laughs> okay, so we can
0: leave that at, at that there. But you love, it. yeah. it's, it's f- no need to, to define it. Just, I like it. You
1: know, having, being vulnerable and being being able um, to love themselves and to love me and to love what they do. Um, I'm a lot more intentional about the company that I'm keeping these days mm-hmm. uh, because of that. Because I want to focus on my own self love and um, my own self development. So I really appreciate. My friends and um, my family, because they are the embodiment of um, love and some, not all, light. <laughs> 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 and these are these are two important um, values, I guess you can say, mm-hmm. or I don't know, things that I aspire towards that I would like to embody one day. So I'm staying close to them, so they rub off on me.
0: Okay, and one last question. What makes you happy? Connection. Okay.
1: Love connection. And (laughs) not love in the romantic sense. Love, like, feeling that sense of... um, You know when you have that really good conversation with somebody? Yeah. And then for the rest of the day, you're smiling because (laughs) it was just so freaking fulfilling (laughs) and you have so many aha moments in your head
0: i'm having this conversation right now (laughs) exactly
1: exactly it's this this is what makes me so happy Uh, that that feeling of connection to to other um and uncovering some sort of truth um
0: amazing yeah well thank you so much for being here with me today lena i really really appreciate it it has been an amazing conversation um
1: thank you for having me i really enjoyed it as well and thank you for making pushing me to question what my definition of success is
0: (laughs) well you gave us a lot of really good definitions and you gave us a like a lot to think about i'm going to be thinking about things differently thanks to this conversation
1: wait can i ask you what your definition of success is (laughs) before we end
0: sure um i think my definition of success is living a life that is Where I'm doing something Mm -hmm. that fulfills me, Mm -hmm. whatever that happens to be Mm -hmm. at that given point in time, Um, while I would say uh, making enough that I can live a comfortable existence and travel and see the world, because that's a very important part for for me, Mm -hmm. and being surrounded by people who I love and love me.
1: Beautiful. Beautiful
0: i think that pretty much covers it i don't know i think think think,
1: our definition is uh more similar than not
0: yeah yeah and i think honestly if people looked inside they'd find that a lot of the times you are going to find a lot of similarities with Mm -hmm. those people around you in terms of what really motivates you and what you really care about and it's generally not that lambo yeah (laughs) i mean yeah
1: what intrinsically motivates you yeah exactly
0: so thanks again to everyone who is listening uh, i love your comments and your feedback so keep them coming uh, be sure to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already on itunes soundcloud youtube or wherever you're listening to this uh, we'll be releasing a new episode every week and um, for those of you who aren't following me you can find me on twitter and instagram at mishari alanese uh, links are in the episode description um, and yeah that's pretty much it bye guys and stay safe